Welcome back to the Be Brave and Beautiful podcast. How is everyone doing? I hope you guys are having a great rest of your week. We are about to head into the weekend, which is always the best feeling ever. Um, So we are going to dive into this week's message. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's message or two weeks ago about uh, living as a living sacrifice and what it means to daily devote and commit our mind, our body, and our spirits to the Lord. And today we're actually going to talk about a topic called keep the secret place sacred. And the topic probably sounds really churchy when you're hearing it right off the bat, but really what we're going to get into is very practical. And I think whether you're a Christian or not a Christian or just entering the faith or you're you've been in the faith journey for a few years this is a practical topic that can literally be applied to your life no matter where you are whether you are 14 or 40. so um i hope you guys really get a lot out of this because just writing the script and praying about it, i was like so convicted that uh my life didn't reflect just these these principles that the lord has laid before us so Uh, We can all probably agree that there are not many things that are left sacred anymore in our life. And, And when I mean sacred, I mean hidden. You know, everything now is either posted directly on Instagram, it's tweeted within five seconds, it's shared within a whole family group chat, and nothing seems to just be hidden and normal. And honestly, if we take a step back and kind of look at it from like a big world perspective, it's really not normal how much we know of each other's lives. Like I kind of sometimes some days can't believe that I know uh, what Kim Kardashian eats for breakfast. And I don't care to know. It's just the fact that it's in front of my face. And so that just is a silly example though, of how literally every detail and every minute of our life is now recorded. It's published, it's promoted, it's put in front of people's faces. And so with that frenzy and that mindset of always feeling like we have to post, record, promote, and put every detail of our life out there that really takes away from keeping spaces and places of our life hidden. And I'm not talking about the dark side of being hidden. I'm actually talking about the healthy side of being hidden. And it's very countercultural actually to talk about this because like I said, you know, Instagram and even just the success driven society is like, okay, you have to perform, perform, perform. You have to be, you know, in front of people's eyes. You need to get famous. You need to get a blue check mark next to your name on Instagram. You need to do X, Y, and Z in order to, you know, have people think that you have value in life and you're contributing. And then that makes us feel like we are in this pressure cooker to hit all of these milestones in how many days just so that we can show people that we are achieving amazing things in life. And really, that is not how we were created. We were actually created to have moments of our life that were hidden from people and they didn't see it. And we were able to just breathe and have freedom in living and not have the pressure to perform all the time. So my message today is about saying that it is okay to be unseen for a little bit and it is okay to have a secret place that is just between you and the Lord and it's actually healthy and it's actually necessary in order to have a vibrant, life-giving, fulfilling relationship with the Lord. And so 
what is a secret place? What is a hiding place? You know, when we hear of a secret place and, you know, pursuing a secret time with the Lord, we think about like locking ourselves in our bedroom and like getting down on our knees and praying. And yes, absolutely. That is definitely one way of, you know, committing and devoting our time to the Lord. However, it actually doesn't mean just that. Um, There is a beautiful passage. It's in Matthew 6. And it says, uh, when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be done in secret. And your father who sees in secret will him, him will himself reward you openly. And there was commentary on this verse um, from Enduring Word. It says, keep the thing so secret that even you yourself are hardly aware that you are doing anything at all praiseworthy. Let God be present and you will have enough of an audience. So going off of Matthew 6 and what I just said, you know, we think that the secret place has to be done with praying in a bedroom by yourself, but actually Matthew 6 shows that this isn't exactly what Jesus was trying to communicate. Yes, those things are true, but in this context of the passage, Jesus is actually addressing spiritual disciplines as a whole. He's addressing our generosity, he's addressing our prayer life, and he's also addressing fasting and fasting from, gosh, the idols in our life, from the things that we put before the Lord. And so when I think about the secret place, I think about doing these things behind closed doors, not let not letting anyone know and just allowing it to just be me and God and doing it for the audience of one. So although it is true that the Lord is being practical and saying, you know, get alone, spend time with the Father, his main point was not about being alone in a bedroom, but actually about developing this life of prayer without the motivation of being seen by men. And that is so powerful because that is completely countercultural in what we just talked about in the beginning, about always have to be always having to be seen by men, always having to perform, always having to get, you know, followers and stats and climbing up the corporate ladder, but instead going back to the secret place and just doing it for the audience of one. And so from Matthew 6, I created these three points that I just wanted to share with you guys. And I hope it brings just uh, more insight and wisdom to why going back to the secret place is is truly so important. So the first is that there is immense freedom in removing the need to be seen. It's so crazy. I actually was scrolling through Instagram this morning and I saw this post from Sean Mendez. If any Sean Mendez fans are out there, um, I love him too. I love his music, but it was crazy because he just canceled his Europe and I think the rest of his North American tour. And you know, I was thinking about it because I've seen so many of these big celebrities cancel these tours when they have absolutely come to the point of just complete exhaustion and burnout that they cannot go a single, they cannot go another show and they cannot go to another city. Like they are just absolutely to the end of themselves and they cancel all of it. And his caption said something along the lines like, you know, I have to pull back. I need to invest in my mental health. I'm exhausted. I thought I could go farther. And I just remember like seeing Justin Bieber post about this a few years ago, seeing like other, you know, big pop stars post the same exact message. And it got me thinking about how so many of these big name celebrities 
always feel this pressure to perform, to be seen, to execute the expectations that every single person has on their life. And then they come to this dead end of just absolutely not being able to give any more. And this is really a picture that parallels so much of our life when we just have the constant pressure to show up and be seen and perform and do all the things and then we're absolutely burnout, exhausted, drained, and we're melting down. And God never created us from the beginning of time to be in the eyes of man and to be in the limelight and to be in the spotlight 24-7. I mean, why do we see so many of these celebrities completely spiral? You know, we were never ever created to execute at that high of a caliber every single day of our lives. And so that is why going back to the secret place, going back to seasons of being hidden, going back to times of just communion with the Lord and intimacy with him that no one sees is single-handedly one of the most important seasons that can happen in our lives. And I say all of that because seriously, my heart goes out to a lot of these celebrities that share their burnout experiences after these massive tours because, you know, we're obviously seeing the details of their life with their 7 million followers, but how many of us feel the same exact way and we just feel the pressure to always be on, we feel the pressure to always be seen and we just need to give ourselves grace and we just need to go back to God and say, God, Please remove this idol in my life to be seen all the time because that is not godly and that's not honoring the way that you've created me. You know, Jesus rested. He spent time in the desert. He spent time literally by himself praying where no one could see. And that is why we have to be more like him and parallel and reflect exactly what he did. And so there is a freedom in removing the need to be seen. The next point is there is a protection from keeping the secret place sacred. So when we keep this space in our life, whether it's really early in the mornings, it's in the evenings, uh, whether it is parking in our driveway and just putting on some worship music and praying for 15 minutes. I mean, come on. I know I just need like sometimes a good cry session in the driveway. So anyone out there that does that, you are not alone. Um, But there is a protection actually from keeping all those places sacred and special and set apart. And so uh, one testimony that I want to share is I uh, two years ago went to Zion National Park in Utah. If anyone has been there, it is seriously one of the most beautiful yet spiritual places I have ever visited, and it's called Zion for a reason. Uh, but we went to the Narrows, and the Narrows are, they're so cool. They are these rivers that literally run through the cracks and crevices of Zion, of these massive red rocks that just jut out, and jut out into the sky. And we hiked actually over like two miles in the Narrows upstream. And it was a crazy killer workout. We had hiking sticks and water boots and special gear to make it through the day. And it was funny because before we started the experience, there was a tour guide there that actually advised us like, okay, you're going in, you know, the later afternoon, I just want to let you guys know that, you know, late afternoon thunderstorms can come rolling in and it's very easy for the Narrows to have a flash flood. Well, I've never been in a flash flood before in the, in rocks and in a river. And so I honestly had no idea what to expect, but 
just the thought of it was like super scary because you don't get any kind of self-service out there and it's kind of one of those like survival modes that you just have to turn on if it were to rain and if it were to flood so Long story short, we are like about a mile upstream. There is absolutely no end in sight. We were going to keep going and we're like, you know what? Let's just stop and turn around. Well, the moment we turn around starts drizzling. Of course, right? Of course. And so it's starting to drizzle and I look at my mom and I'm like, oh my gosh, the flash flood. It's what the lady told us in the beginning. Like, we're going to have to find a plan. Like if it starts to really, really rain, like how are we going to get out of this? And I remember hearing people that started to panic around us and they were like, oh my gosh, we need to book it downstream. We need to get back to land. Like it is going to flood in here and we have nowhere to go. And mind you, like the water was already up to our knees. So if it were to flood anymore, like the water would be over our shoulders. We were already in literally knee deep water. So anyways, it starts to sprinkle and it was so crazy because in that moment, the Lord spoke to me and I remember actually really hearing his voice as clear as day. And he says, look to the rock beside you. And there was actually a rock right next to me. And it gives me chills just talking about this, but there was a crevice in a rock where it was like, I'd have to climb up in it. But if a flash flood were to come, if the rains from the storm were to come, this rock actually was high enough and deep enough to literally have me, my mom, and my sisters all crouch in it so that the flood would then happen and we would be protected from it. And that was literally such a beautiful picture of what it means to be in the hiding place of the rock, of our rock, of Jesus Christ. And to literally crouch up into this rock that would protect us from the flood of the culture, the flood of everyday life, the flood of anxiety and things that grab our hold or grab our attention and literally cling onto something that will never ever be shaken. And that is why there is protection from going to the rock, from going to the secret place, going to this hiding place, that no matter the flood of life comes, it is going to protect you. And the Lord just showed me what a hiding place, what a secret place truly means and what are some other names for it. He showed me that it is a a shelter from the storm. He showed me that it is a safe refuge. It is a shield. It is the shadow of his wings. And it is a fortress. And I just want to encourage you guys that there is immense protection in going back to the Lord no matter what season of life you're in. And keeping that so sacred, so set apart, and so special. And knowing that He is the rock that will never fail. So then that leads me to my third point. And that is transformation happens in the secret place. And the Lord spoke to me through this point as well, because uh, I actually was reading Psalm 139 and he showed me something that I've actually never even thought of before. But Psalm 139, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend because it truly is uh, just a beautiful picture of the Lord forming and creating us on purpose for a purpose. And so Psalm 139.15 says, My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret intricately woven in the depths of the earth. And I'm going to read this one more time. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret. I was intricately woven in the depths of the earth. This is such a beautiful picture because here, David is actually using this phrase to show us that 
we were actually created in some of the lowest parts of the earth to refer to as this unseen place. So when we think of how we were created, we were created in our mother's womb. And obviously when you are in a womb, you are not seen yet. And there is this transformation that happens over three trimesters where our bodies are being formed and created and molded into the likeness of who God has made us to be. And, you know, over time we're starting to get features and we grow bigger. And it is so, I think there's no coincidence in the fact that God created us in secret because we can now see that in secret is when transformation happens. And that is why now that we are out of the womb, that we have our life as our own, we have to go back to the secret place because that is actually how we were created. We were created in the secret place. And it is actually honoring God to go back to the source and honor him in the quiet. And so to me, so evident too, why the enemy is now attacking the mother's womb and everything going on politically and culturally right now, because there is spiritual power of a human life being in the secret place and allowing the Lord and giving the Lord the freedom to just shape and mold him the way that God wants him to be. And so there is no coincidence to me that the enemy knows that. He knows transformation happens in the secret place and that's why he's attacking it. He's attacking it in the mother's womb, but now he's also attacking it in our lives, whether you are 15, 25, 55, and he is dangling all these distractions in front of our eyes so that we will never have the intimacy that we need with the Lord in order to have this fulfilling transformational life. And I don't know about you guys, but I have started to see the enemy's plan and scheme like never before, politically, culturally, socially, in every way, honestly. And the biggest form that he is using, I feel like in my generation, is distraction. He's trying to get our eyes and get our ways off of pursuing a relationship with the Lord and he's doing that in every single way whether it is from these crazy principles or social media or you know education like he is using everything he possibly can do to distract and destroy us and so when we realize that the enemy scheme is hard at work then we need to go in on these principles about keeping the secret place sacred and honoring God with our time and just going in in our prayer life because you guys right now there is no greater time than for the church and the prayer warriors to literally rise up and intercede and go in and I'm 24 we do not need to be 48 and we do not need to have like the elders of the church take on that role yes there is a place for that however like I want to start seeing 21 year olds 16 year olds 25 year olds absolutely on fire for God we know exactly what's happening in our generation and that's why the enemy's plan and his attack on our lives is not going to prevail because Jesus is starting to give us that fiery and bold spirit and we need to start rising up as the prayer warriors All right, sorry, that was a rant, but that's just on my heart. Um, So anyways, reviewing those three points, there is freedom in removing the need to be seen. There is protection from keeping the secret place sacred, and there is transformation that happens in the secret place. And I just want to encourage you guys with these last points. If you 
associate the secret place with negative connotation like oh this is a chore I have to go pray or I have to go be by myself and spend time with the Lord or they just this just seems so religious like let me just tell you one thing there has never been more peace there has never been more comfort there has never been more direction for my life that I have ever gained than from spending time with the Lord in the secret place and let me just tell you these things when you go in secret in your time with the Lord, you will have no fear in your life. It says this in Psalm 91. No evil will be on you. It says this in Psalm 91, 10, 11, and 15. No sickness will come near you. Also Psalm 91. Angels will guard and protect you. You will be delivered. God will answer your prayers. He will be with you and he will bless you with a long, fulfilling, fruitful life. These are God's promises to us, you guys. These are not just words that I'm saying. This is an actual promise and God never backs down on his promises. And so when I hear this, I just get fired up because I am ready to just Go all in when it comes to spending time with the Lord, praying for other people, honoring God with my time and my prayer life, and just being used in the ways that he wants to use me. And so that is my prayer for you guys is to, um, it's a prayer and I also want to challenge you guys, it's to really find the uninterrupted time with the Lord that you can devote daily because he is looking for people that want his heart that will dwell in his presence and that will just communicate with him and talk to him because he is our friend and we can just talk to him the way that we talk to our friends here on earth and so uh, I just want to encourage you guys take these next couple of days and weeks and really just put your schedule your agenda your everyday hourly schedule and just put it on the altar and say, Lord, how can I carve out better time for you? How can I keep the secret place sacred? How can I make sure that I have uninterrupted time with you and daily devote myself to you in everything that I do? And I promise you guys, you are going to start to see the hand of God move like never before. And you're going to start to hear his audible voice. You're going to start to feel the Holy Spirit and his presence. And he's just going to rock your world. And I'm excited for you to experience it. So love you guys. Hope this encouraged you. Um, Feel free to uh, drop more podcast topics that you would like to hear. We are going to enter a new uh, podcast Uh, phase and season coming up shortly. I'm starting to get speakers lined up and I'm so excited for you guys and all the content that is ahead. Be blessed. Have an amazing week. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to the Be Brave and Beautiful podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our channel, leave a rating and follow us on Instagram at Be Brave and Beautiful. See you next time.